you may have to click and give me permission. And okay, so welcome, ladies. Like I said just now, um, we are going to, again, talk about the physiology of stress and how that impacts our focus and why it's useful to um, regulate your nervous system for um, your focus to be attuned, attuned to whatever it is you're doing for your goal setting, for action taking, when you're implementing throughout the week, um, and for so many other things, not just focus, but for proper sleep, proper rest, um, digestion, um, for our nervous system to work properly and do its thing, not get in the way. So um, first, I want to remind you that, as always, I'm going to be tagging you in the Facebook group, so write down your ahas. And when you write down your ahas, whatever you know, rang true to you or anything that you thought was super interesting and insightful, um, turn that into an action step. So just think of how can I put this into my lap, right? This, this was you know, a big gold nugget. And this is very insightful. How can I turn this into an action step and put that in my lap for next week? So that's kind of like a tip that I've been giving soul crafters um, since you are, you're already in the practice of completing your WAP, hopefully. Um, then, you know, you're in the practice of turning things into action steps. So that's what we want to do here so that you can do something and integrate everything that we talk about here in your life. Because the idea is for you to, to leave this call. Here's Allison. Awesome. The idea is for you to walk away from office hours with practical steps to integrating things that will help you um, run your business and stick to your action plan, stick to your WAP. Um, so think of ways to integrate it intelligently into your week. And with ease, soulfully, you know, we don't need so much structure to integrate these things. Just little reminders, but just, you know, make sure that you commit to those. Hi, Dr. Ellie. Welcome. <laughs> um, you know, I got to say for the first two calls that you used that background, I actually thought you were in your kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> I was probably not wearing... <laughs> Funny thing was I had a power cut today, so I had to work from a cafe and I was at my oh. women's business networking from 12 to 2 and everybody was saying, is that is a virtual that... background or is that a real cafe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's nice. I like it. Um, okay, so what I was sharing with the ladies, um, Dr. Ellie, is that we are, again, going to touch the topics of uh, the physiology of stress and um, focus. So um, how I just want to hear you just to make sure that we weave in the topic to things that are actually currently going on with you. And so that it's not just theory that I'm throwing out there. Um, how, who wants to share how you're doing, you know, how you're doing with your goals, how you're doing with uh, Q4 and how you feel about ending the year when you think about your goals and the visions that you um that you plan for yourself for the year? My goals aren't very high at the moment, but uh, I'm feeling pretty lonely down here. Uh, 
it's a long way from everywhere else and there doesn't seem to be anybody moving into, into Geelong where I live who is taking up USANA or um, bringing USANA to Geelong or anything. And it's, it's pretty lonely. But um, I've found a, a person who's uh, working with me at the moment through the Sexy Fit Challenge and uh, I'm hoping that uh, they will join USANA and, and help me with the business and uh, get, I'm still looking at a lot of people to join the sexy next Sexy Fit Challenge after Christmas mm -hmm. and, yeah, hopefully. Um, yeah. Other than that, my goals I've reached, I reach every month, but they're not very high. Mm -hmm. I have haven't put too much stress on, stress on myself. I can't handle stress. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So um, you said you have very high goals. And those goals, do you feel that you need to tweak those goals so that? No. I, don't no? have very, I don't have very high goals. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I, I thought that you meant that you aimed really high and that you no. weren't getting there. No, okay. So um, do you have any goals? Not, not uh, specifically, no. Okay. Well, there's a great place to start, Helene. Yes. I think that especially if you are planning on or if you're already promoting the January Sexy Fit Challenge, mm -hmm. um, that's, that's a goal. You can, you know, you can say, okay, I'm going to invite so many people. I, I want to enroll. My goal is to enroll so many people. And because, um, and I'm talking about the sexy fit challenge with Helene, but really it could be for anything outside of the sexy fit challenge. If you are, have any business goals, or if you want to do run a presentation or a uh, health and wellness spa, seminar, anything that's in the course, then that's a great way for you to draw out a tangible goal. Because, you know, it's just a matter of how many people um, do I want to enroll? And how many, how many people do I have to invite in order to enroll those people, right? So um, the sexy fit nutrition challenge, as I understand, is the beginning of next year. So you have all of um, the rest of November and all of December um, to, to invite all those people. So that is a very clear goal for the end of Q4 that is oriented to your business goal to you know, growing your USANA business and everything, because of course it's aligned. How many, people, how many people do you want to enroll? Well, I'd like to enroll five minimum. But, okay. Uh, yeah. But to invite five, I'd need to, in, need to ask uh, probably about 20. Okay. <laughs> okay. So get to work. <laughs> so you have one and a half months to invite 20 people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I think this is this is an excellent uh, way for you to set yourself up for movement, Helene. You know how yeah. I always say in my calls, 
Um, yes, absolutely set yourself up for success. Sometimes success is an abstract, you know, concept, but just keep moving, you know, set yourself up for movement. If the, you know, sexy fit nutrition challenge in January is an incentive for you to keep moving because you need to invite people there because you need to reach those five uh, people that you want to enroll, then that is setting your, your, um, yourself up for movement. Oh, here's Daphne again. She probably is connecting from her home now. Um, so that's, that's an excellent example. And um, if you feel that one of the limitations is that, you know, in your area, there aren't a lot of people in the business and so on, then tackle that limitation by connecting more. So it's like this, where do I want to get? So it's, you know, to grow your USANA business. Okay. What do I want to do about that? Get people on the sexy fit nutrition challenge so that they can experience. Okay. So you have a challenge. How many people do you want to enroll five? How many people do you need to invite 20? What could be a limitation to inviting those 20 people, not having enough uh, people in the business in your area or feeling lonely about that? Well, then connect more, you know, connect more with a network. Don't, you know, isolate, try to, you know, there's all of these, um, um, masterminds that you guys bring here and the power hours and, and all those things that are super useful. Keep connecting, keep connecting, connect through social media, connect via the phone, email, however, however feels more comfortable for you. And especially however your contacts connect because you got to go out and get them where they hang out. If it's in their phone, because they don't really hang out in social media, then call them or text them. If they hang out in social media, then absolutely post there that there's going to be a sex fit nutrition challenge in January. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. So if we were to weave in today's topic into, um, Helene's goal, for example, by using it as an example, and Helene fills out her WAP and she says, okay, so I have seven weeks till the end of year to invite 20 people, which means that I need to invite at least three people each week. And so she fills out her WAP and then Monday hits and she's like, okay, I gotta invite person number one. Actually, I have to cook for the whole week first. So then, you know, she, she checks out of that and, and she goes and works for the week. That is what we talked about uh, and that we keep on, you know, talking and talking about, you know, resistance, this, that um, is because the inviting could be, you know, where the challenge lies for her, you know, it's different for each of us, but it's usually, you know, if that's a limitation, um, to growing my business, then it's probably going to get a little bit uncomfortable when I sit down and say, okay, I'm going to pick up the phone and call this person, right? So something to do to help yourself stick in the moment and not so easily check out to your phone and to all the other things that you have going on in your life is to ground yourself, right? Grounding tools help you 
um, stay present for a longer amount of time so that it isn't as easy to check out and it's easier to digest whatever discomfort, chilly willy thing you have going on so that it doesn't get the best of you and then you have to check out, okay? And that requires presence. It requires presence to track yourself and be like, okay, this is making me really uncomfortable. Um, I know that it's not a real threat, number one, right? Because your body thinks it's a threat, but it's really not a tiger that's gonna eat you. So I know that it's not a real threat. <laughs> so what can I do to hold space for myself right now and just do what I have to do? Right. And then just try for that moment to be a moment of presence out of your head and into your body so that a little bit of regulation takes place. Sensation is the language of the nervous system. You know, I share with you that um, last week. So if you want to regulate your nervous system, then you got to let yourself feel the uh, physical sensations, right? And when you do, and when you drop down to your body and you breathe it in and you kind of um, imagine that discomfort being a wave that is just coming through you, kind of holding space for yourself in that moment. And something's gonna happen, right? Nothing big, like something's gonna pop out of you or anything like that. These are subtle sensations and subtle movements that happen within. When you actually give yourself a moment to feel that, there's, there are little shifts that go on, right? Maybe that um, knot in your throat or tight chest or whatever was the expression of stress um, can loosen up. Or maybe it gets a little bit tighter at first because you're noticing it. And then maybe you notice something else in a different part of your body, or maybe because it's the first time that you've actually paid attention to your body in the day, you realize that, you know, you have a sore neck or that, you know, you need to stretch a little bit. So that's what it means to drop down to your body. You know, you start kind of feeling things that you weren't noticing because you were in your head, worrying about it and kind of stuck in, in this loop. So do that a little bit, the tracking and, and the noticing. And then before your brain can kick in again, do what you have to do. Grab the phone, call that person, you know, get out of your own way for a little bit. And if you need a little more uh, help because you are stressed and what is stress? Stress is an activation of your nervous system. Again, um, that has a lot of different expressions. So the heart rate and the breathing are one of the main ones that we always notice our heart rate starts elevating and there's like this rapid heart rate and we're like, Ugh. and our breathing gets a little bit shorter and you feel like your chest can't expand that much. 
sometimes this happens when we're in our computer and then all of a sudden we pay attention to our bodies. It's like, oh, I'm not breathing. Was I breathing? Was I not breathing? Was the air going in? Was it not going in? So, um, so stress that that's how it expresses itself. It starts constricting, right? It's a contracting of the body. That's why the breathing changes so much because her rib cage is a little bit more contracted. It's not in a relaxed state where, um, where I can actually regenerate and not that activation is wrong. There's nothing wrong with activation and there's nothing wrong with a sympathetic nervous system. Um, I need it to move. I need it to walk, but a regulated sympathetic expression is me walking, me running. If I want to exercise and, you know, just moving around and doing my things and being, you know, focused, but not hyper-focused, not always ready, you know, for some type of threat, not jumpy and not scatterbrained, which is why I brought in this theme for, you know, the science of focusing and the physiology of stress. When we've reached that point, then there's stress or chronic stress, right? Where there is nothing to be alert about, there is nothing to be hyper focused about, and still that's my physiology. So how do we snap out of that so that we can focus and that we can regenerate and that we can get proper rest and that we can digest our food um, appropriately and actually absorb the nutrients by down-regulating and dropping down to your body again. <laughs> So everything in this call is going to be go back home to your body. Um, the grounding exercises are really important. So um, we talked about, for those of you who were here last uh, week or who heard the, the um, replay, did we talk about resourcing? and how to, what a resource is for somatics? We did, I think. We did, yeah, okay. Yes. Now, it's gonna be super key. Memory uh, of dad, what? You brought up as an example, memory of dad, someone's memory of dad was a resource to them. Oh yeah, a memory, mm -hmm. Yes. Um, my number one resource today, because I wanna go on vacation, is the beach. That's my resource. So how do we use resources and, and what are they for? Um, resources help us regulate. So it helps us bring down the activation so that, again, we can center, we can ground, we can recover focus, we can gain clarity on our train of thought and not, you know, you know when you start thinking about one thing and then you ended up somewhere else and, and then you look at your computer screen it's like, what was I doing? So that's being scatterbrained. And that is an expression of activation. When you bring in a resource and you down-regulate, then you, know, you, you recover your clarity and your train of thought. So how do we use a resource? So a resource is anything, a memory, an object, a situation, a person, 
that brings you pleasure, satisfaction, um, ease, peace, whatever, you know, brings you back and helps you feel something that's really pleasant. And so you take a moment. I have a list of 10 resources with me all the time because depending on my mood, one resource may work and the other may not. <laughs> so one is the beach. Another um, is um, when I used to pet my cat. And it's like his fur is so soft and, and his purring and all of that. Just, oh, I love it. Um, a family gathering. The family gathering gives me uh, a sense of belonging and a sense of safety. Um, wrapping myself with a heavy quilt. That also gives me a sense of protection and home. So I don't really have to have those objects with me or my whole family in order to use this as a resource. I do have a blanket and sometimes I use it, you know, those heavyweight blankets um, and it helps tons, but I don't need to, I could do this in my car. And for just five minutes, you, you know, sit down and you track your body for, for a minute, right? So your feet against the floor and your back against the seat and you feel how your back is in contact with the back of your seat and your legs and your feet are in contact and you just feel the physical sensations, right? Temperature, texture. And we can, we can do a demo, we can do a trial, okay? And, and then you're gonna think of your, your resource. So that one thing that brings you peace, that brings you joy. Do you want to do it now? I was inspired by, by Dr. Ali. So yeah, I'll guide you ladies. So you can take a seat and get comfortable. I mean, in your seat and you can close your eyes if that helps you. And you are going to first feel the contact of your feet, the soles of your feet against the floor. And without judging or wanting to change anything, just feel the physical sensations of those points of contact on your feet. So if there's a temperature that you notice that's warm or cool, If you feel the weight of your feet in a specific point and how that pressure feels. If there's a vibration or tickle, tickling sensation or any type of movement Just feel the sensation and notice in your body what happens when you notice that.
And then we're going to direct our attention to those parts of our bodies where now we're noticing something else. And so it, notice what you notice without changing a thing. Where is there, do I feel more cool? Where do I feel warmth? Where do I feel tension? Where do I feel softness? Where's their movement? We're gonna take a deep breath and just feel the air coming in and out. And we're gonna bring to our attention our resource. That one thing that brings us peace, that brings us a pleasant feeling. And give yourself a moment to really get into that, that vision, that resource and get in contact with it. There you go. And as you come in contact with it, notice where in your body do you feel that sensation of peace or something pleasant? Where in your body do you feel it more? And what is the physical sensation of that feeling? Is it a warmth or is it a lightness? Is it a movement? And allow that sensation to, to sit in and give it space and give it permission to expand. And as you give it permission to expand, notice your presence, you're still here. You still feel the soles of your feet against the floor. And you still feel that sensation from your resource. So you can feel both things 
your presence with the sensation. And then that could move to different parts of your body that could shift. So notice what it wants to do. And take a deep breath if you feel called to. And you can move your neck a little bit, do little circles, and your shoulders and you can press your feet against the ground. So with your heels and lift your toes, you can press a little bit against the ground to bring you back in here. <laughs> and once you open your eyes and you're back in your space, just take a moment to look around very slowly to orient. You know, just look around your space and notice if you see things differently. If there's anything about your surroundings that stands out now. The plants. The plants? Mm -hmm. How do they stand out now? They're just lovely and green and yeah, beautiful. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Anybody else notice anything standing out a little more? And Dr. Ali went to her cafe. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you noticed? Yeah. So my special thing is the first time I looked into the eyes of Natalie, who was my second baby. And with my first, it was a much more difficult birth and it took me a while to connect. But with Natalie, I connected immediately. And then when I woke up, I looked at this, which was made by Natalie. It says, Aww. to mum, I love you. You are my number one. Natalie. And I had Aww. it hanging on my blinds up there, but I sort of hadn't really noticed it lately. Yeah, and it stood out. Yeah. And thank you for sharing that. It's beautiful. Thanks. Hmm. she's 20 now <laughs> <laughs> she's still your baby she's still your baby <laughs> so the um anybody else want to share Daphne um yeah mine's the comfiness of my car <laughs> mm -hmm. how it's safe. yeah I love my car I'm always in it yeah <laughs> So the, the soft, the softness of your car or the comfiness? Yeah, the softness of the seat oh. and, and my, um, my red good luck um, <laughs> um, stood out on my dashboard here. Beautiful. Thank you. So notice how um, 
Helene, when you said my plants, um, and you said it in a way, it's like, they're so green and they're so, you know, they're so vibrant. That's, that's what it sounded like to me. This is what, um, what we just did was downregulate, use your resource to downregulate a little bit. So there were a lot of yawns, a lot of yawning <laughs> and, and a lot of kind of like duping into your seat. It's, it's important to, when you're downregulating with your resource to, um, also with your feet, you know, to still feel the presence of your body so that you don't go straight to sleep because mm -hmm. what you're doing is activating your parasympathetic um, nervous system to help you wind down a little bit. But if you keep winding down and down, you'll go right to sleep. So the idea I usually in my office, um, we have ceramic in the floor and it gets really cool. So I do it barefoot. So the, the, uh, the floor is cool and it keeps me, you know, awake. If I get too warm, I'll just, you know, and I do this between calls so that I can be present with my clients. Um, and so what, what I was uh, talking to with uh, Helene's example is that when we downregulate a little bit and then we um, come back to our senses in the present moment and we look at something and it stands out, that's what it is to have your focus sharpened. Okay. That's what it is to have your stress response downregulated so that you can be present with what is right in front of you. So when we do this, we usually do an orienting exercise so that you can see how your connection has changed to your surrounding or to the people that you're with, if it's a group dynamic. And that's the same dynamic for, you know, focusing on your business or, you know, sitting down and, and, and doing that challenging thing. All of a sudden, it's not that easy to run away from it because you're so present. When you're in your to-do list mode and you're like, ah, I got to do it. It's so easy to kick it to the curb. You know, mm -hmm. it's so easy to say, okay, I'll do it later because I'm, I'm super activated. But, you know, when you downregulate and you take that moment to really uh, work on the quality of your presence, it is not that easy to say, I'm not going to do this right now. It takes so it's you're slowing down. So it's like you're seeing it frame by frame. I'm not doing it. That, and it's just not that easy. <laughs> At least not as easy. So. It helps you kind of hold space for yourself in that moment to be like, no, just do it. <laughs> you know, just do it. There's no threat. You're fine. <laughs> so how, how was that experience for you? Do you feel that it's something that you can integrate into your week? Yes, Renee. Yes, I believe I can because I have done it when you've talked about this before, but I will share what I have difficulty with is I was raised when you do something, you do it now and you, you don't let anything get in your way. So as I was doing this with everyone right now, I had flashbacks of when I was a little girl up through high school and my dad, you know, saying, you got to do this now, da, da, da. 
Mm-hmm. And so all that, so this has been hard for me to do because mm-hmm. as I'm, as I'm working and doing my goals and everything, it's like, I'll all of a sudden find out I'm not breathing right. And I'm like, oh, are you breathing at all? Mm-hmm. And it's because I was never taught to stop, breathe, um, down, regulate, you know, everything that you're sharing is all new to me. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate this so much because I'm a whole different person when we do these things. Mm, yeah. Thank you. And mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So that's the little glitch I have in my life when I, I have to learn to downregulate. Yeah. Because. And we oh, all okay. do. Yeah, we all do. We all do. So it's not just you, Renee. Um, I was. No, it's just me. (laughs) No, just teasing. (laughs) Oh, I'm original. Okay. Um, I was raised that way too, you know, and it's a different generation and it's still, you know, it still happens. Um, oh, oh, Daphne, you have to go. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, ladies. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Um, it is not easy to do these exercises sometimes and especially to stay present as we do these um, regulation exercises. That's the challenge, right? Um, whether it is because you can't really uh, drop into your body because you're still alert, because um, for you, it was the, me- the memory of your father that kept you alert, that kept your parasympathetic, you know, uh, not parasympathetic, the sympathetic nervous system kind of like activated, right? Like, hey, no, we can't go there. We can't go there because we've got to do things, right? Um, whether it's because that happens or because you have gone past the window, the, the threshold of relaxation into sleep. So both, both extremes um, are challenging. And it's not an easy thing if you are not used to, because most of us aren't, it's not something that they teach us to be in our bodies. We're very used to being in our heads, right? So being in our bodies brings uh, our attention to all the sensations that we feel and the feelings and the emotions. And sometimes it's a lot. So my recommendation is to go slow, you know, to go slow and go subtle as you um, expand, as you grow your container, which is your body and your resilience to be with it. So that, you know, it's like practice. It's like exercise. One day after you've done it many, many times, you'll be able to sit with the more uncomfortable sensations and the more intense sensations for longer. And longer means that it'll get to a point where you're able to discharge them because you're able to hold those um, sensations until they peak. And when they peak, they discharge. And that's how they, the energetic charge leaves your body. So step-by-step, it's not an easy thing, but it is so good for you. It is so good for you. It really helps you boost your immune system. It helps you, you know, regenerate. It helps you get proper rest and all the things that align with that. So, yeah, (laughs) I can't stress that enough. Um, So I'm going to leave the 
last 15 minutes of the call for any questions that you have on anything, whether it's somatics or life coaching related or just business. Um, I'm here to answer your questions. Or even integration of these things, these concepts that we talked about today. So what what I found out because there were quite some things in the last weeks that um, first of all when there is stress then it's very difficult to focus mm -hmm. and I, I always I, I really felt that the energy level went down mm -hmm. and yeah. and I was so much busy with this thing the hot potato I always call it and that there was very difficult to really do what I want to do. Yeah? And sometimes it is a longer period, sometimes there are moments. Mm -hmm. And what, what for me worked that if I feel it and realize it, I move. I either go for a walk or I go on my trampoline or even if I only go and get some water in the kitchen and come back. Mm -hmm. yeah? And, and then it kind of feels like, hmm, now I'm in another state. And then I can, can much easier focus again. So yeah. moving for me is for sure, regardless what. Yes. <laughs> and, I mean, have, having enough options uh, in my toolbox. That's, okay, that's the moving thing you do now. So that thing. Yeah. That's it. Another thing which I had when I um, had the period of stopping my job and... Um, um, getting used to organize my work at home because that's a huge difference. Suddenly nobody tells you what to do and so on. <laughs> so you have to do it. All. So what in order to give me a structure, what I did first was cleaning the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Once the kitchen was clean, then the rest of the day could go. And I was, I, I'm not a housewife, so normally cleaning the kitchen is like, oh, no, not for me. Eh? But mm -hmm. in that case, it really gave me, I mean, some easy work, which I could do, which sets my day, give me a basis, and then yes. I could start my day. It was very interesting. Yes. Was, I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, I think it was at the beginning of this year. I don't remember when now. Um, we had a couple of life coaching calls around um, the difference between self-care and um and self-soothing, which was a big topic because most of us, you know, until we hear that, that the distinction, we can't really tell them apart. So anything that has to do with um, moving your body is self-care because you are doing something that um, is contributing to your health. Right. So that's that's definitely self-care. Depending on what you need, you'll find the movement, the right movement medicine, whether it's dance or, you know, uh, weight training, whatever it is. Um, something that I can add to that, Claudia, um, so that you can weave an embodiment, which is kind of um, 
conscious movement and, 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 and such is when you do your, your uh, movement routine, the trampoline or whatever it is, to really feel the physical sensation of that, right? Of the strength in your muscles as they contract when you're jumping, right? And what, you know, what you feel when you're jumping up and down, if it's a movement, if it's a vibration, if what it is, if you feel the heat of, um, you know, your temperature rising in your face, um, if you feel the sweat, you know, all those, all that helps you regulate too, as you're exercising, because sometimes we exercise and that's always going to be, most of the time is going to be good for us. Um, but sometimes it doesn't help us regulate. Sometimes we just, you know, discharge, discharge, and then we go to sleep, but, um, regulation also both things. And this is why now it's so popular, um, takes place when you are really present with a sen physical sensation of the exercise. So if you're able to really bring your awareness at that, to that point, you're going to get the best exercise of your life because you're going to regulate and you're going to, you know, put your body in uh, at work for everything that happens when we exercise. Right. So you detox and with the sweat and all the things. So, um, and, uh, and the cleaning it was kind of a self-soothing thing, right? Self-soothing. Um, there are a lot of personal development uh, facilitators and coaches that recommend that the first thing you do when you wake up is to um, make your bed, right? I do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, that necessarily isn't self-care, but it is soothing and it does mm -hmm. give you, it does give you a sense of, of completion that you already started your day finishing something right and that it looks you know nice or whatever it is so you know also evidently it's not soothing for my husband or my kids <laughs> <laughs> well they're not it doing is for me right. that's Oh, uh, I wonder what's soothing for them <laughs> getting out of there. <laughs> so, um, um, telling those two apart is, is good because sometimes you know how to classify your toolbox and, and you choose what you need when you need it. Right. Um, watching a Netflix, uh, series can, a series can be soothing, you know, and, um, and if we watch, I don't know, 10 hours straight, it could be, you know, procrastination <laughs> that's going against your, your self-care. But, you know, you, you know what it is when, when, when it's soothing. It's, it's the proper amount in, of time. And, uh, and the effect has a feeling. You're not feeling, you're not feeling crappy about it. You're, you're like, this is good. I'm enjoying myself. I'm enjoying my, this, this glass, this juice or whatever it is. I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying myself. It's helping. Okay. Thank you for your share, Claudia. I, I agree. It's very important to have a space where things are orderly and not cluttered and when you work in that space then 
your mind is is at peace and you can have more clarity you can you're like the focus is totally different and um i'm all for that having i have a room that is like a total mess but that's not where i work like my de- my office area is that's not where i work mm-hmm. uh i bring my things to a, a peaceful place and that clean kitchen yeah makes such a difference Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny when you were doing the exercise I got like my my teeth here were started to hurt. Mm. Mm-hmm. So weird. Yeah. 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 But I, I do that when I go to sleep. Uh when I go to bed I think of thankful things and then I will I will do that I will go to that resource of 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 a, a place where like in Cuba with my family and the baby in my arms and we're walking on the beach that that is one of mine uh beautiful my resource mm-hmm. is, and yeah. I, I fall asleep yeah that's beautiful that's when you really want to let go you know and be like yes parasympathetic nervous system activated mm-hmm. I'm letting go and you have proper deep sleep um with the uh, little aches or pains that may show up when you're doing the down regulating exercises um sometimes it's noticing pain that I, I wasn't noticing because I wasn't present and sometimes it's just um discharging energy right when that starts to kick in in your body and you know the alert starts going down that energetic charge wants to come out right and it comes out through yawns sometimes sneezing sometimes very very subtle and light trembling right you know when we're falling asleep that we tremble a little bit um sometimes it's just the muscles relaxing and that's a discharge you know it's releasing the energy of you know staying um standing or sitting up and 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 what it needs to stay um in that way instead of just letting go and and relaxing so the discharge can sometimes you know come in different ways it can be like little pricks you know or um a little you know when we run and we're not breathing correctly and we start getting like a, like a stabbing kind of pain um uh, in our left side <laughs> that that is very common too when the energy is trying to you know release and come out um so i would say it's normal if it just kind of comes and goes all sorts of things happen. Um, for me, when I do the exercise, because I'm always at my desk with a computer all day with clients and, you know, soul craft work. Um, and then I, I resource, I start feeling my, my neck ache and maybe I didn't feel it at all throughout the day, but then all of a sudden, you know, I'm present with it and I start kind of like discharging energy. And it's like, Oh, that's, that's where it's coming out. You know, I was storing it there um so so it's it's normal sometimes that's why when I guide people is you know don't judge what you're feeling and don't try to change it because I mean people were were very used to 
um, meditation and you're supposed to clear your mind from everything. And this isn't what it is. This is really noticing the sensations that are there. It doesn't mean that they all have to be uh, pleasant or that they all have to be, you know, just um, peaceful and nothing else needs to appear. No, we, we notice what we notice, whatever it is. And that helps you regulate too. All right, ladies, any last comment or question before we go? Very useful, thank you. Um, <laughs> at the start, you were talking about us sort of talking about our goals and it was interesting that we're reaching the end of yet another year of unfulfilled goal of a six-figure business. <laughs> year after year after year in January, say, right, I'm going to be earning 100,000 by... Yeah, uh, and when I was doing locums, I did manage to earn that, and that's pounds, not dollars. Um, but I'm in a better position now than ever before. There you go. There you go. It is through releasing the need to try and do it with all of my things. I'm released. I've released the network marketing for now, and I'll circle back to it because there's a big group of healthcare practitioners who I can help to build an online business, and I'm passionate about it. But for now, I'm focusing on the menopause because you just cannot build three businesses at once. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you if you focus on all three of them at once, then... it's not focus. <laughs> it's not focus. Okay. So, yeah, just as, as long as you're moving forward and again, whatever it is you want to get moving to set yourself up for movement then I think you're doing good, <laughs> especially if you see results. So good on you. All right, ladies. Um, so I'm going to take the picture before I forget. Hold on. I'm going to stop recording.